be real. What? intro music and podcast history. It is the best. We are blessed. Welcome back to the show. Blessed to be back. Blessed to be back. All Epis- triple Bs. Let's Ep- go. Episode two. Jeremy episode Fitch. It's crazy. Luke Calvert. We made it. Creators, we survived creator the podcast. first episode. We what? survived. What? Like I said. Mm, that's a good jam. All right. Well, welcome to the show today. Uh, today, we got a good show for you. Uh, we're talking about contagious leadership and the questions that move people. And mm-hmm. this is, all of these conversations are just an extension of what Jeremy and I are learning. So mm-hmm. there's things that we learn, the things that stir us um, towards Christ-likeness, but also towards leadership capability, um, encourage us to continue to lead people and to love people well, but also to uh, be creative in spaces we're called to occupy. I think um, that's the that's the biggest thing. Just real quick, I think the biggest thing in leadership is just giving and serving, and and just really caring for other people. Mm. I think a lot of people are like it's a, uh, you know, it's kind of based off episode one where we're kind of like, is it a ladder? Yeah, and it's people looking down. Yeah, or is it a group effort? Right. That's right. And like, if the leader is giving back, if the leader is serving, right. Um, if you're too big to serve, you're too small to lead. Yeah. And so Rich Wilkerson says that, and I, I love that. And so, um, yeah, anyway, I just think that's so true. It's good. Not just in the day-to-day life, but um, just in leadership in general. Yeah, and I think oftentimes, this is not on the, this is this is all extra. You didn't pay for this. Um, oftentimes in leadership, if you really are the leader, you should be at the bottom. Mm. I really think that. Like, not in the bottom in terms of importance, but in the bottom in terms of service, in yeah. terms of, of, of you, you serve people, uh, what is it that say they say that people don't care what you have to say unless they care that they know that you care? Yeah, uh, yeah. and that's where it starts. That's that's where impacting people starts. So today we're talking about contagious leadership off the top. Um, I want you to kind of just hear hear me say this sentence, and then we're, Jeremy's going to kind of go into a little bit of how this kind of marinates in our lives. But truth, obviously, real stories. Um, as you know, you've heard us say this before, but uh, Jeremy is at ESPN. I'm a pastor in Harlem, and um, we have had life experience of leadership, but also of what it looks like to really engage people and help people move from one place to another, from, from maybe confused or feel like they're down to um, finding their purpose. Last week, we talked about purpose over potential. Uh, if you didn't check out the interview um, or the, the podcast, go ahead and do that. Um, but listen to this. People won't be excited about things that you aren't first excited about. Mm. I think one thing, when we think about leadership, leadership has to be contagious. Leadership has to be that you, the leader is the one who is, 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 is affectious and can lead people into a new direction. I always say, and I may have said this on the last podcast, I may say this every podcast, yeah. Jeremy, so hold me accountable. You're um, preaching. Yeah, you, you can't lead someone to a place that you've never been, mm. right? So if you can't lead someone to a place you've never been, you cannot lead... Even if you've been there, you can't lead someone to that point or help them see that thing or accomplish that goal if you aren't contagious and excited about the things that you're doing, that you're calling them to. If you're not excited about it, 
why would they have any form of excitement about it as my microphone's falling yeah, off? Yeah, yeah, But how does that kind of impact you? What, what point of your life has this kind of been more true than not? And speak into it a little bit about what, what that sentence alone. People won't be excited about the things that you aren't first excited yeah, about. Yeah, no, that's really good. And just real quick, if you, had, if you didn't listen to the first episode, check it out. And also, welcome. Yeah. This is literally just us learning at the same time as talking, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, we're not experts. We're just trying to communicate what we've learned while also learning along the way. And I think the, yeah, the biggest thing, people won't be excited about things you aren't first excited about. I think the biggest thing that stands out to me is a leader actually pouring into me before I was ever able to, by title, Mm. be a leader, right? And so um, I ended or started at the end of the first segment of the first podcast talking about uh, my journey in New York and being laid off uh, at my first job and then going to the NBA. And one of the uh, leaders, went, before I was officially hired there, I had phone interviews and then they asked me to come and interview in person. And the biggest thing that he told me as we were walking out, and this, you know, I think this is the biggest thing in regards to if you're currently in leadership or you want to be a leader at some point, just know giving back, pouring into other people is valuable. Something that happened to me almost four years ago Mm. is now coming back on a podcast of something that was positive and impacted the way that I lead right now. Mm. And so, uh, he and one other person were interviewing me and we're walking out of the room and he sits back and he says, let me just stop you real quick and tell you, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to hire you, but if we do bring the same energy you just brought in that Mm. room. And that was one could argue the most single best sentence I ever could have received by an individual in my career path because it immediately set the tone for me of any room I'm in, any opportunity I have to give back to people, serve people, lead people. I want to be able to bring that energy and I hope that they will feed off that energy. And so as you say, people won't be excited about things until uh, if you are not excited about them, right? That was a leader pouring into me talking about the energy that I might bring uh, when I'm talking with people or in a team, right? And so that gave me that conviction of if I'm ever leading a group, but even when I wasn't leading a group and just part of a group, yeah. what are these intangibles that this person is showing me from the leadership position mm. that I can take as traits that I can translate into my energy right now and hopefully in the future, if blessed, to be able to lead other people. And you know, right now I'm living in that. And I, I really still believe I am living at the bottom of that pole, mm. right? Like I have... I feel like so much more to give, so much more to serve, so much more to lead other people. And if the Lord blesses that, I hope I can continue to um, push that and lead more and more people and hopefully lead them in a positive way and serve them in a positive way. There there was a study done on uh, work environments and the study was saying something to the effect of, you know, if you had five, if you had five um, happy people in a room and one unhappy person in the room that the entire group would actually express and turn uh, up unhappy thoughts they would be they would be affected by the negative emotion yeah. uh, that had entered in the room i think that i think too often times maybe sometimes we uh, we allow our per our day or whatever we're going through that month or year or covid or whatever maybe yeah. uh we allow that to impact how we treat others and even move in the way in which we do uh in other around other people and how much our emotions, how much our, the energy we bring towards a project or towards something we're doing or around neighbors, friends, which we'll get to just a little bit. Um, I think that it really 
we, we don't understand how much our emotions can actually impact somebody and impact not just somebody, but a group of people. Uh, and so a, uh, an author named Vanessa Van Edwards says it like this, contagious leadership starts with how contagious our emotions are. Mm. And if you're, have you ever just been around someone that's like happy? Like just do like really, really happy. Like they're thrilled. That I'm is, with them right now. Hey, come on now. <laughs> let's go. That is contagious. Yeah. It's contagious because I want to be around people who not only are just le- are, are quote unquote title by leader, but you're a leader by how the energy you bring about how you're impacting people with your emotions. And I think sometimes we allow that to consume us ra- rather than allowing it to consume others. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I, there's a lot of times I think the higher you get up in roles and positions, a lot of people ask, like, you know, I think it's easy, especially in the social media world to say, what was a successful day for me if I posted 80 pieces of content? Yeah. Right. But realistically, once you get higher up, you're not as exactly touching the content as much. And so what sometimes is a successful day is how did I impact an amount of people to chase after the same goal, mm. right? And if I accomplish that, uh, then I feel like it was a successful day yeah. because it allowed for a lot of different people with a lot of different opinions and a lot of different goals and individual goals to center around a group yeah. and put the group ahead of themselves and chase after one goal yeah. and for I, the betterment of everyone, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think that's pretty cool. It's good. And I would say your, your, your emotional, you know, your EQ, if you will, you know, your, your, how, how your emotions impact you and how they impact others. I would say I, I, from the pastoral point is that this is a, a this is your emotions sometimes are an expression, expression of your lo- love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, self-control fill in the blank the fruit of the spirit is oftentimes how your it will be played out into your emotions so i think our emotions and 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 our emotional eq but also how we engage and impact others is directly related to how we are walking spiritually yeah how we are are we engaging the scriptures are are we reading good things i think chad veach says it all the time like just you need to be reading good things like fill your mind with good stuff yep and sometimes we allow even instagram or twitter or the things we read to impact our day and how we move around other people how many times have you and i had the conversation of how you start your day impacts your day right did you grab it just so happens to be an Apple iPhone. <laughs> or did you grab your Bible? Or yeah. did you grab a book, right? Yep. Even if, you, if you're if you not grabbing the Bible, but you're just grabbing a book, if you ever sit back and, and maybe try this this week, right? Mm. Sit back and try every single day this week, just grabbing a book. If it's not the Bible, then just grab a book and read a hard copy book for the first 30 minutes to an hour of your day instead of your phone. Right. And just think back at the end of the week, how different your week was. Then if you'd grab your phone and scroll through Instagram or Twitter or YouTube or whatever to start your morning, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to find that something like an app like those drain your energy because you're looking at a lot of different opinions. And if you read a book, you're just educating yourself. You're Mm -hmm. learning something new. You're getting positive things uh, put into you. I mean, not unintentionally, but like, you know, I think it's an interesting thing and and it's easier said than done, right? I would say like this week, I have not done that. Yeah. I've grabbed my phone. Yeah. And so I think it, it needs to be an intentional practice, right? Of being able to have that. And as you do it more and more, you'll be like, wow, my days are different. My mm. weeks are different. And I think the biggest thing, I think a lot of people call it this way of like stacking days. But imagine if you stack days and stack weeks. I think a lot of people talk about New Year's resolutions. But if we just finish this year, right? It yeah. is, um, you know, we are going 
into the last couple months of the year. If you make the effort now to just say, I'm going to stack days and weeks together, the months will happen. Yeah. You got to start with days first, though. You got to start with hours and 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 then the days and then the weeks, yeah. right? If yeah. you just focus on the weeks, the months, it's why re New Year's resolutions are like one of the best things in January, but also the things that fall short three months in, right? Because right. it's like, we're putting this pressure on like, I'm going to do this all year, yep. right? Instead of, it, maybe you have a New Year's resolution or a goal, but it's like, what am I going to do day to day to make that goal happen? Good. And, and here's a, here's something that we're going to say. Contagious. No. Uh, <laughs> contagious. Here's something we'll say on this podcast until we're blue in the face, uh, that we are the creator's creator podcast, which means we're all creatives because we know the creator and he's called us to create, to imprint his image onto the world. Here's the thing. If you don't think that you're impacting people, you're wrong. Mm. You're wrong. Everyone's a leader in which direction? Right, everyone. In how are you leading? I think the the idea is that if everybody's creative and everybody's a leader, you're leading something, someone, impacting, influencing, moving people from A to B in some way, shape, or form. So this emotions that we're talking about, this contagion that we're talking about, are you the one who thinks that you don't impact people, but you're negatively impacting people? Wow. Or are you the person who is? positively impacting people and leading people, but you don't know that you are. You need to leverage the leadership that you have and the influence you have in your life because people either are going to see you one way or the other, or the, the way they might experience you is going to be one way or the other. If you're checked out and you're kind of like dismissive and man, one thing that our, our generation does is like, if there's any silence in a conversation, we're on our phone, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I do this all the time walking down New York city streets. Like if I might see you know, someone who made somewhat of eye contact, I whip my phone out. Like, what, what am I doing? Wow. It's that, it's a decision to either impact people positively or impact people negatively. And I think as a believer, we have real pockets of opportunity to impact people in a way that we maybe are not always being hyper aware of. Yeah. And to go back to your point for a minute too, um, I think the, the biggest thing around emotion, right? I think emotion is so important to kind of like we let off with, right? People won't be excited about things you are not first excited about. Yeah. In excitement comes emotion. Yeah. Not letting your emotions control you is vital, yeah. right? Emotions are always part of the equation as a creative, as a leader, but you can't let your emotions control you or else bad things could happen. That's right. I want, I, want you, I, want, I want to read this as well. This is not just about organizational leadership. I want to just kind of, we're going to hammer this home for the first couple episodes. This podcast is about everyday people, whether you actually ha hold the title or you don't, about what you are doing as a creative and as a leader. And I think the niche that we have on this podcast is that that's the angle we're, we're working at. I know a lot of great podcasts that it's for... It's for leaders and for alarms and all things like that. Um, but I want you to hear this. This isn't about just about organizational leadership. It's about helping lead our friends, neighbors, coworkers. As Christians, we lead because we are called to lead. We're called to impact. We're called to help others show the joy of Christ, right? Now listen to this as well. Being contagious is a core template to impact. Being contagious is a core template to impact. Are you someone who is a contagious individual who people are drawn to and they want to be around and they want to be impacted by that, right? So if you're not contagious, then we have a really hard time making an impact. If we're not excited, we have a real hard time making an impact on someone. Why does contagion, why does joy, peace, and patience, as we talked about with our emotions, why does all this matter? 
It's not just speaking to the individual who brings the party to the room, right? Kind of, you know, you this, you know, the people out there that like they're the they they bring the they energy to the room, but it might not have any substance. So what Jeremy added was being contagious is a core template to impact, but not without substance, mm. right? So our contagion has to be added, and our impact has to be added to substance right? Are we a people who know our creator? Are we a people who know who we're called to be? I would go as far to say as your emotion and your emotions weekly, daily around other people is directly tied to, do you know whose you are? Yes. Do you know whose you are? And do you know what, whose you are has said about you? Hmm. That's now all of a sudden, okay, that's why we understand uh, I can be a leader. I can make impact. I can be contagious because I know the one who has created me. I know the author of my life, and I know what he's called me to be. Yeah, that's, that's good. so good. That is so good. On, oh, man. my gosh. That's it. Um, yeah, I think, like, the biggest thing, but not without substance, right? Like, yeah. if you just are the party of the room, the energy of the room, there's something there at the beginning, Yeah. right? But realistically, if you're going to have people follow you, listen to you, be inspired by you, you got to follow through with depth. Yeah. Uh, throughout that situation, right? And I think the the longer you go about that situation, the the better you are as a as a person, right? That is that is in friendships, relationships, um, family, right? Like substance. Think about it. Think about all the relationships you have, the friendships you have, um, the family that you have. The more times that you tell someone you're going to do something and you follow through on it. Mm how much more uh, contagious, how much more uh, faithful, how much more yeah. consistent is that person in your life? Yeah. How, Jer- tenfold, right? Like it's, yeah. yeah. No, it is. Jeremy, help, t- help us understand like, okay, now let's talk about the corporate world where you do have people who are underneath you in, in terms of the org chart. How does taking this idea, these understanding of our emotions, understanding of our contagiousness, understanding of our impact with substance, how does that impact how you lead them? Yeah, no, that's really good. I, I think it's a day-to-day practice. It's a day-to-day laying down, um, praying and letting it go to the Lord, right? Yeah. Because realistically, I am I am where I'm at because the Lord has blessed me with the opportunity, yep. right? And realistically, I just want to serve him in that seat. Mm. The, the minute I believe that it's about Jeremy, the minute I have lost the whole reason I'm sitting there, right? That's good. Because if I'm doing it for me, and I think this is the biggest thing is like, we have the talent, we have the skill set, we have the ability good. to run at our own pace for a certain amount of time. Yeah. And the Lord will let you do that. That's right. Right. But burnout happens and, and you know, um, you're going to make mistakes, right? Yeah. I, I mentioned this on the first podcast, but like the best leaders fail, yep. the best creatives fail, mm. right? They learn from the failure. They don't get dragged down by the failure, That's good. right? And so I think the biggest thing for me is just continually, and some days I do it better than others. Mm-hmm. I'm very honest with my team about that. Some days are better than others. Yeah. Some days I'm going to fail you as a leader. Right. Some days I hope I'm successful as a leader, That's right. right? And so the hope is that I build enough days, I stack enough days that are positive, energetic, contagious, that inspire them. And right, it is a lot of different people, regardless of where I'm at right now or when I was under leaders, where it's like the best leaders care about you. Yeah. What are your individual goals? What are the team goals? What are what are the goals for the organization? And how can we accomplish all three by stacking days? Okay. Uh, one of my favorite college coaches, Hugh Freeze, talks about it this way, right? Um, realistically, each and every day, did you meet the standard? Yeah. 
And I think it comes down to that, right? I think oftentimes the um, if if I'm having a situation where I'm talking with with someone I'm leading over the years or a friend or whatever, I oftentimes go back to did did you meet the standard, right? Did you meet what you've shown me as the expectation of what I should expect? Mm. And if not, like if it's in a friendship or a relationship, whatever, right? Realistically, like if I really hold to like this was the standard, yeah. I know what your what your true ability and highest like not potential, but highest purpose yeah. is because you showed it to me day after yeah. day, week after week, month after month. Then hopefully each each day we meet that standard, right? Yeah. And hopefully they, hopefully you have a good enough relationship uh, or friendship with that person to be able to have that conversation mm. and be able to realize this person really cares about me that much to realize I may not have just met my standard today. That's good. Right? And that that is that is kind of, you know, they talk about it in that podcast as well with Craig Rochelle and, and Vanessa of just like sometimes each and every single day it comes down to how do you flip something positively, yeah. right? And yeah. that's a positive way to looking at a a shortcoming yeah uh of just thinking through wow like this this person it cares about me enough to say i did not meet the standard today but they care about me enough to talk about it in a way Mm. that allows me to wake up again tomorrow and see if i can meet that standard that i've built as the expectation that's so good being contagious as jeremy just alluded to is a core template to impact with substance if that's true if you are if you're a leader who is contagious, who wants to make an impact on friends, family, neighbors, like we said, coworkers, you're, you're, the substance, in my opinion, the substance is Christ, the substance is who we are, the substance is who we know we are, then it's not just the party, the person at the party or the energy or the fake energy, but it's someone, I want you to hear this, but it's someone who an individual who is hurting calls or depends on. Say that again. A contagious leader full of impact with substance is someone who an individual who is hurting calls or depends on. You know that Jesus was someone who was called on, depended on, impacted, was there for. Jesus smelled like sinners. Jesus was around people who were hurting. He was the ultimate leader. I know that Jesus spoke to great crowds, but he also spoke to the individual tax collector or had the individual over to his house and impacted people because he was who he the greatest leader of all time. He met them right where they were. He met them right where they were. On the other side of this, we're going to talk about good questions, my absolutely favorite topic in the world. Jamie, what's your favorite question to ask? Oh my goodness. <laughs> favorite question. Favorite I just dropped question. one on you. That is favorite question to ask. Man, that is a great question. That is a, that is a great um, question. <laughs> putting me on the spot. Greatest question to ask. I think I think one of the questions that I ask quite a bit that I, I get fascinated with because everyone has different answers yeah. is who are you most inspired by and why? Yeah. And it just, it could be anyone, right? It, it tells someone be, about your personality. It tells you what, what you like, types right. of things you're, you're, you're impacted by. 
And that could be kind of like we were talking about earlier, right? Friends, uh, work, right? Like, and, and I think different things where, who's the inspiration from? Inspiration for what? Yeah. Right? It, it becomes a whole conversation yeah. because it's like, whoa, like, are we talking about inspirations I find from my creative ability? Inspirations I find from leadership? Inspirations I find from family members? Inspirations yeah. I find from Christian leaders? Mm. Right? Like, it is it is all encompassing. Yeah. And there's so many different answers, so many different opinions. And, and I think you get to know a, a person in a less, uh, um, you know, I think sometimes questions can be intrusive, right? Yeah. It's like, ah, I don't want to share. Right. And you kind of become know. introvert, right? It's like, ah, I don't know you, but good enough for that. Yeah. Right. But it's like, who do you find inspiration from? It's like, whoa, yeah. Yeah. okay. I can answer that. Yeah. Right. I got like 20 different people I found inspiration from. That's right. You know, I think a lot of people sometimes also describe it as a question of, if you could sit with three people and, and have dinner, who would yeah, they be? Right. right? And yeah. that's probably even less intrusive than the, the question I just asked, but it's like, well, who are those three people? It's good. Why? Yeah. Right. Probably a lot of different reasons. Yeah. So just kind of interesting. What about you? No, I, I, I honestly, the only question I like to ask is a question that allows me to know the individual more. Now I, that might sound so cliche. That might sound so, but I hope that if you know, if you interact with me enough that I love to ask questions. It's, it's what I saw Jesus do, but also it's, it's, it's just kind of intrinsically who I am. I love to ask questions because I'm very interested in people. And I think if we're going to be a contagious leader, we need to be very interested in people. We don't know who people are unless we ask questions about what they care about, what impacts them, how they got here today, what do they want to do in the future? Right. And the way I wrote it was asking good questions is how we know who people are and how we can benefit or impact them. Yeah. If we see this in the scriptures, really, you look at Jesus's life and he asked questions. He allowed people to ponder his greatness. We, he allowed people to ponder why they may sit in this sin or that. Um, it reminds me of multiple stories in the scriptures where we see Jesus asking questions, not because he was trying to pin. Now, Jesus was also asked questions. This is, I want, I want, yes, I want wow, to go. Yeah. Jesus asked questions so that they could see the grandeur of Jesus and who he is. Jesus was asked questions so that he would be pinned up against it and be put in jail for it. Yeah. The Pharisees asked him questions. Who do you say you are? Well, Jesus asked people, who do you say I am? Mm. <laughs> right? Oh, man. So, a question with a question. A question with a question. Asking great questions shows not one, shows one, that you're very interested in the person, but two, it really allows you to get to know them. I don't think if we, I don't think we can really know people if we don't ask good questions. Yeah. I think um, people like to talk about themselves, so let them. Yeah. Right, because if you give me more of who Jeremy is, I know how how to be Luke to Jeremy far more than I do if I just tell you all about myself. I heard someone describe it this way one time: of just this idea of I think we live in a culture where a lot of people are saying, "Oh my gosh, I don't, I, I wonder what these people think of me." Mm. Right, and people are so consumed with themselves already that they're asking the same question, not even paying attention about <laughs> what they actually think about you, right? And I think that is such a good thing. I think sometimes that can be crippling, right? It's yeah. like oh my God, what are all these people thinking about me? And we kind of addressed in episode one, right? With the 98 and the two, yeah. where it's like, you know, who, what do people think of me? Do I care? Yeah. Right. Especially from a social media perspective. And I think just in life in general, it's like, wow, like people are so caught up in themselves that oftentimes people aren't even paying attention to what you look like or what you said or what it's like, they're concerned about what other people think about them. Yeah. And it's just like this, not toxic, but it's just kind of this like this circle of everyone's asking questions with no answers. Yep. Right? And what, let's just be honest. Some of us 
extroverts out there ask questions or in a conversation or whatever it may be, and you're just waiting to say what you want. You got to, oh, oh, to that, I got something stored back in my mind. I want to, I want to, I want to say it. Right. What if we ask, what if we ask questions and the thing we were thinking about during their answer was A, their answer and B, what's another great question I could ask them? Yeah. So that you can really get to know people. The way that you impact people is knowing them. The way that you know them is questions. So therefore you want to impact people, you ask them great questions. Also, if you genuinely are listening to them. Yeah. Think about this. What would Jesus respond yep. with? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's good. Whoa. Here's some questions that Jesus asked. I want us to hear these. He says, and if, you're, if you greet your brother only, what is unusual about that? Do not the unbelievers do that same thing? What is he insinuating there? He's saying, if you only greet people that you like or are like you, but disregard everyone else, aren't you just like the pagans? Mm. Second question, can anyone of you be worrying by worrying at a single moment to your lifespan. Uh, third, in Matthew 6, 28, why are you anxious about clothes? <laughs> oh, Four, man. What do, Come, Luke, you're coming for me. I know. Me what do, you, what do you notice? Oh, my what do gosh. You notice a, why do you notice a splinter in your brother's eye yet fail to perceive the wooden pl- uh, plank in your own? Matthew 7, 2. F- uh, the fifth one, do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? This dude just is cutting straight to the heart. Yes. Verse, number six, why are you terrified? Matthew, Matthew 8, 26. That's an incredible question. Matthew 9, 4. Why do you harbor evil thoughts? Mm. I mean, quite frankly, I asked you some of these questions. Uh, Literally the we, same, we, we, yeah. we were talking about, you know, life happenings and work and... I yeah. was just make. I wanted to check to see. Hey, is this? A, are you allowing this thing to kind of Did, hold, hold a place in your heart, stir up in some negative thoughts, or is this you are venting to get this out? Did you put the "Why are you anxious about clothes?" Matthew six twenty eight because I, I, I because I'm waiting for my answer on whether I got the New Balance five fifties oh between the ALD and the New Balance collaboration. This is out and of now, control. This is anxious. This is anxious. I am waiting for the five fifties. Oh to, my gosh! I I have my my. My you, raffle number. Hey, if anybody knows how You're to get out it. here convicting me. <laughs> oh my god. I can't say I didn't think about it when it when it was written on the page. Oh know? my goodness. Uh, what else you got? What else you got? Uh eight number eight. Can we can the wedding guests mourn so long as the bridegroom is with them? I don't know what that means. I genuinely don't that, know what that means. That feels like its own podcast. Yep. Number nine. Do, <laughs> <laughs> do you believe I can do this? Matthew nine twenty eight. And the last one I wrote, uh, what did you go? Why did you, or yeah, what did you go out to the desert to see? Matthew eleven eight. Someone, they leave and they are going to find actually him and, and Jesus is standing right there and saying, wow, I'm right here, yeah. you know, but we, anyway. Also you translate, why did you go out for that other dessert? Yeah. And it's oh, like, oh, oh, convicting as well. <laughs> convicting as desert, well. Dessert, you know, uh, whatever. That's Jeremy Luke 1, 1. That's right. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, I, hey, speaking of. Let's uh, get this back on track. Yeah. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of Vanessa Van Edwards, she says something really powerful about asking questions and even kind of some tears into good questions asked. Check this out. Charles, I heard that we'll be long. Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> Timing is really important. If you're trying to get to know someone, what you want to just know about them is what motivates them. So things like, uh, have you been reading interesting anything interesting recently? Or have you had any great um, Bible passages that you've read recently? Or um, are you looking forward to anything coming up this summer, this weekend, this holiday? This, those are casual questions, but they're better than how are you. 
they're better than how's the family. Now, what if you know someone kind of well, you've been working with them for a couple of years or they're friends or you want to get to them a little bit better, but you know, already know the basics. That's when you want to dive into um, questions that unlock their personality. So here's some of my favorite questions. Um, what forces shaped your personality? That's one of my favorite questions, especially for like a long dinner or a long car ride, because you're going to start to tap into what has, what do they believe has shaped themselves? I ask this of my colleagues, I ask this of my team members, of my friends, and I am always shocked at what people think has shaped them. That is a key. It's an answer key. If you want to shape them, you should know what's shaped them in the past. And, and Jeremy, this goes directly back to some of the things you were saying about who is, who's your inspiration or who would you have dinner with if you could have three. It, it, it all gets at the same idea as who is inspiring you and how do you think you got to the place that you did? Yeah, no, it's really good. And honestly, I think oftentimes we're so, so forward thinking. It's like, what's next? What's the next accomplishment? What's the next mm. thing I can get done? What And... I did this exercise with with my team a couple of weeks ago where we just took 45 minutes and and we just sat back and uh, we had a couple of days to think about it and it was really just this idea of what what are you most grateful to have been a part of with this team mm. this past year yeah. and just it's exactly what Vanessa is referring to is flipping a potential in intruding question or a question that you know someone will just give a simple stereotypical answer to and cause some depth to be involved. Right. Mm. And I was, I was taken aback just nine different answers, nine different thoughts on what they were most proud of individually that impacted the team the past year. And it's like, wow, that is, it's so cool. Right. Cause I think a lot of times we're so like, what's the next record we can break? What's the next thing we can do? And it's like, let's just take 45 minutes and appreciate what we've done. Yeah. I think sometimes we get so caught up in the now and the what's next it's like, let's just appreciate mm. the fact that we get to do this, right? Ernie Johnson says, I have a get-to job, not a have-to job. Mm. I think really, like, when working in social media, there's a uh, there's a lot of things that are toxic and a lot of things that, you know, can, can become not a feeling of I get to do this. Yeah. But I think when we take the opportunity to say, I have a get-to job, not a have-to job, or I have a get-to life, not a have-to life, the mindset shifts. Yeah. And having a get-to life, I really believe life is a get-to life. Mm -hmm. And, and I don't know four years ago if I believed that. Yeah. Sometimes there were things where I was like, I have to do that. Yeah. And I just, I kind of just shifted the mindset of I get to do this, regardless of what it is, regardless if it's a quote unquote, I have to do this thing. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I go into it with, I get to do this yeah. because it changes my mindset. It changes the way I get to impact people in the moment. Yeah. Uh, it changes the way that people approach me because I'm more approachable. Mm. Right. And so I think that is such a cool opportunity and a cool thing yeah. that, that we get to do. And so, yeah, I think that's one of my favorite phrases. I have to get to job or I have to get to life, yeah. not a have to life. And so, yeah. No, I think that the, and I just think that the idea of asking questions, it shifts the focus. Um, from you to the individual that you're with. Let, let me ask you this. What do you believe makes your life a get-to life? <laughs> that, that is a heavy one. Uh, what, do I, what, what do I think that... Say that again. What in your life yeah. makes you feel like you have a get-to life? Yeah, I think it's... I mean, I, it goes back to that. I, first and foremost, I have an amazing wife uh, and two beautiful boys. Um, I mean, I get, I get paid to do ministry. Uh, so that's, that's like the ultimate, I feel like I've, I've absolutely cheated the system Yeah. Uh, because I get to do the thing that I absolutely love. Um, and they pay me that somehow money goes into my account for doing that. Yeah. Um, that's what I get to do. 
And, uh, yeah. And, oh, sorry, I, and, and, and sometimes I get paid to ask people questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think too, like that it's so interesting, like in the corporate infrastructure, you know, uh, just being in the United States, right? Like we are, we are consumed with money. Yeah. Right. I, and that, that might be, uh, you know, I haven't traveled much internationally. That might be an international thing too, of just like the want to, to have money. The, it is a, uh, advantage to continuing yeah. to build in a system. Right. Yeah. And I think the minute you lose, you know, as a creative leadership style podcast, the minute you lose the fact that I am doing this because I'm getting paid to do it, yeah. I think is the minute you've lost why you got into it yep. and really you good. lose a creative edge because of that. That's really good. And so, yeah, I, I think, you know, we're all blessed to get paid with what we do. Yeah. We don't get paid to do this. We do this for free because we want to give back. We want to, share what we've learned, learn from each of you. But I think the, the ability to just think through if it's about the paycheck, I might not be in the right situation. Right. right. The Lord may be teaching you certain things in that job that you don't like right now or that situation you're in right now. But also just know those traits will help you with the position that, or the position or the title or whatever situation the Lord is preparing you for. Right. He's already walked ahead of us. And so I just think whenever you get the opportunity and you think through, I'm just doing this to cash a check. Yeah. It's time to move on. Yeah. It's not, it's either time to move on or time to reevaluate my thought process on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and see like what I'm learning, how can I take advantage of this while I'm here yeah. and, uh, and just reevaluate kind of, you know, why I got into it in the first place. And, and, and speaking of, it's the childlike thought process, yeah, right? Yeah. You yeah. know, it's really good, Jeremy. And I, I think thinking of, um, I think how people think about their jobs and whether they enjoy it or not impacts how they impact people at that job mm. and how they are bringing the specific emotions to impact those people and the specific contagion uh, to impact those people, whether they're contagious or they're not. Um, are they asking good questions or if they're not? All of this is kind of tied up in how we think about ourselves and how we think about our circumstance. What one of the, this is, this actually got my mind racing. So from the like, uh, a corporate infrastructure perspective, asking the question of, uh, I I don't always love what do you what do you want to do in the next five years because like there is thought process into that, but also like can I sit back and predict the next five years? Right. No. I work on a platform. Yep. These platforms change like every single every day, month. every single week, every <laughs> single month. YouTube's got a facelift this week. Like right. it, it, for the first time in five years, right? Like, so um, they're introducing podcasting. They introduced a vertical Let's video go. in the last year and a half, right? Like there's a lot of different things that change. Yeah. But I think asking people this, really, what do you want to do in this industry? Mm. What, like, where do you want to get to? Because yeah. I think one of the things that I've learned, I would say in the last couple years is and i um rich wilkerson jr talks about this of of if you're a leader that's just trying to have people stay under you yeah you failed yeah right you've you failed because you're just trying to keep good people there the belief should be you're going to bring up incredible people for a season and because they're incredible people because they're incredible workers because they have incredible skill sets they're going to move on and you should celebrate that and believe that the Lord is going to bring you someone else for the season That's that right. you're now in. Yeah. Don't right? yeah, don't be a hold on to leader, be a be a send out leader. Exactly. And then you have a bunch of people that you've impacted over the world. Right. Um, or it's different parts of 
you know, of, of the world, the people you've impacted. I got to the, 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 I got to live in Indiana. I got to live in New York and in two places. I hope that there's people that I've left a somewhat of a, of a, of a, a Christ-like Luke Calvert trail behind mm. because they have impacted me or they've, and there's people that's impacted me and left that trail be, behind for me. And then there's people I've gotten to impact. And I hope that because I asked good questions, because I was contagious, because I felt like I took up the opportunity to lead neighbor, friend, family member, coworker, that they knew Christ because they knew Luke. Wow. And at the end of the day, because that this is the Creator's Creator podcast, anything that we say about being contagious, about asking good questions, is to ultimately know that people care or know that people know that people know about us, is what I should say. Is that we care that we're here for people, that we want to lead people, we want to help people get from A to B to C, and we want to help people ultimately know that I care, I have joy, I come in with this emotions of happy and joy and so that you may know Christ. Yeah. Or if you don't, if you know Christ already, that you would be bold in your faith because we know one another. And uh, if we're not asking each other good questions, if we're not engaging and in, in impacting and being contagious with one another, we'll never do this with our our coworkers are with the world that maybe don't, don't know Christ. We, we want to help people chase after the purpose that the creator Lord Jesus has brought them on this earth, earth to accomplish that we just ended with a bar. This is the creator's creator podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next Wednesday. If you've not already followed our, our, our Instagram page, please do so at creators creator. We got a Twitter. We got we a Twitter. We asked the question at the end. This time we do. We yes. got a Twitter. Yes. Follow us on YouTube or Creator C Seven. That's right. Creator C Seven on Twitter. Let's be let's be create let's be the creator's creator. See you next week.